This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Welcome to the Mental Fitness Podcast with psychologist, author and speaker Colette Smart. This is a podcast designed to equip you with the tools and techniques to help you navigate through some of the unique issues we are all facing during the coronavirus crisis. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Mental Fitness Podcast. This is Colette Smart. Today I thought I would talk about our temporary normal, or one of our new normals, I should say. That is working from home during COVID-19. I read someone's Facebook post this week, which said something like, this isn't working from home, it's working at home during a crisis. I think that is a very important distinction to make because when you are choosing to work from home, there's a lot more flexibility in terms of where you can go out or when you can go out or or meet clients face-to-face or meet colleagues, whereas working at home is something that has been expected of us to protect ourselves, to protect loved ones, to protect our country. And so uh, for some people, this is something that is very new for them. So how do we stay sane and mentally fit while we're working from home, especially during this time? You may find yourself even more isolated or perhaps you have kids crawling up on your lap or teens constantly rummaging in your drawers while you're on a Zoom meeting. That's okay. I think for me, the foundation is to remind ourselves that this will pass. It's not permanent. There will be an end to this. Be kind to yourselves. Be kind to your family members. Everybody's going to have days when they're a little bit frayed because this is different. I have in my home, my husband working from home. Uh, I'm working from home. I have a 19-year-old doing uni. I have a 17-year-old daughter trying to do her HSC online, and I have a 12-year-old doing the work set for him. There's actually been uh, a few times this week when we've all been on Zoom at the same time, and there's times when I'm on a Zoom class with uni students and my 12-year-old is knocking at the door needing something printed. So it is different. But there are practical things that we can do, and I've pull together some practical tips from a number of experts and advice that I give to parents and adults, uh, even if you don't have children, any uh, person that has found themselves working at home at the moment, uh, there are things we can do to keep ourselves mentally fit. You're going to hear me say the word schedule a whole lot, and that's because routine improves our mental and our physical health. I actually recommend that we write down or diarize a kind of skeleton, really. It doesn't have to be minute by minute, but something that is a schedule or a routine for what your day or your week is going to look like for you. Uh, Something that you might follow if you were at work, perhaps, uh, but also expect that your schedule is going to disintegrate on some days. It is going to not go to plan. That's also okay. But being flexible, um, but seeing that you have a schedule can help us just to uh, feel as though we have a structure for our day. One of the things we can do to prepare ourselves to work at home is having a getting started routine or a morning routine. 
So that allows you to transition psychologically into work mode. Uh, so this is something like uh, it will look different for everybody, but it could be starting with a cup of coffee in the morning, uh, having breakfast, having a shower, if that is what you do before you go to work or before you catch public transport to work in the morning. Uh, getting dressed, uh, there's a bunch of memes. I love some of these hilarious memes that are going around. One of them is something like, um, make sure at night that you get out of your day pyjamas and get into your night pyjamas to get ready for bed. And that is hilarious. We've all had days, uh, well, I have, I'll confess, where I have worn my pyjamas. But I think what's important is we know that this is going to be our normal for a few months still. And so while sitting in your pyjamas in the beginning might have been a bit of a novelty, uh, if you usually get dressed for work, uh, it's important to do little things that make you psychologically transition from home to work mode in your head. And so if we, if we don't, what happens is we actually blur the lines of work and leisure, and this can lead to mental burnout. And so uh, doing things that you would usually do for your workday can be quite helpful. Then uh, sticking to a schedule of regular work hours, so where you would start and end work each day around the same time, uh, your sleep and wake-up times, try and keep those as regular as possible. Um, being okay if there's the occasional time you have a sleep in or whatever, but, uh, you know, if you if you don't need to get up as early because you don't have to catch public transport, that's also okay. But perhaps starting at a at a time that you would often be in at the office, uh, that is going to help us not let all these weeks just blur into one blob of nothingness in a sense. Uh, setting boundaries for ourselves. So boundaries uh, around where we work and how we work, but also setting boundaries with others in your home. So if you have a partner or a spouse working from home or a flatmate, you might have children like me uh, doing different types of work in different rooms of the house. This might be a little bit difficult in terms of setting boundaries if you have little children. And so, uh, you know, that is the time that I say it's okay if you're on a meeting and you need to use that period of time to pop on a video or something for them that is, um, is scheduled in their day or have a note on the outside of your door that says, um, mummy's on a, on a meeting or dad's on a call. Uh, also have a physical workspace, a clear designated workspace that is your home space that is separate to your workspace. Because uh, the reason why I say this is because uh, if we don't have uh, designated spaces for work, again, that blurs the lines between what's relaxation and chill time compared to what is work time. Now, Clearly, like like me, uh, some of you are going to already have someone using the study. Your young children might be using the dining room table because they need technology in public spaces at home. Uh, you've got somebody else using the spare room. Uh, and so it's important for you to set up a place that is different or separate, even if you are the one that has been sent to the bedroom. Try and create a desk or a space that is not the bed. Uh, or not the couch where you sleep or you chill or you watch your favorite movies. Uh, this again creates a psychological difference between relaxation and work. 
and then having your clear end times. Now, I get that some parents uh, will be needing to help their children with schooling. Uh, we're going to talk about that in another podcast. But so for you, your work time might have shifted. It might have ended up being you do most of your work during the evenings. Uh, that's also okay that you've got to do what works for you. But also make a designated start and end time for yourself then as well so that you also have clear times for relaxation. Scheduling breaks, that's part of your relaxation. Put those into your diary. Uh, if we're self-isolating, we need to still be able to go out uh, and exercise. Just go for a walk. If you have a dog, walk the dog. Do something um, that gets you outside. Seeing green, green time is actually really good for our, ourselves mentally. Schedule times when you're doing things that you enjoy. Uh, you might want to do some of the things you've put off around the house. Put those in your downtimes. Uh, remember to eat well during the day and drink water. Uh, that's something I have to remind myself to do, uh, you know, not drinking endless cups of coffee. Making time to connect with and socialize with uh, colleagues, but also your friends virtually. So uh, my husband's an extrovert and, and he needs that time connecting with his friends. And so he actually had a coffee with our pastor today and they actually sat. It was a virtual coffee because he sat on Zoom on one end and our pastor sat on Zoom on the other end and they just chatted and had a virtual coffee time together. Manage your and your other colleagues' expectations. So have, having that clear end time is, is also important that people aren't expecting you to answer emails uh, or you're not expecting that of others at 10 p.m. And then, of course, one of the arms of resilience that was recognized by Emmy Werner and some of her associates, uh, it's now the late Emmy Werner, uh, decades ago she said spirituality is, is a part of what builds resilience. And so making time to meditate, to pray, to practice gratitude, uh, put those into the start or the end of your day. Look after yourselves and maintain your mental fitness during this time. If you've found this episode of the Mental Fitness Podcast helpful, we'd love it if you could leave a rating and review and don't forget to subscribe. Please join us next episode where Colette will be sharing more great tools and techniques. See you then. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.